there is a bone in Gilead to make the wounded whole. There is a bone in Gilead to heal the sin-sick soul. Sometimes I feel discouraged and think my work's in Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. The sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, no crying, nor pain any more, for the former things have passed away. Revelation 21, verses 1 through 4. Well, hello, Grant. Hi, Brian. It's been a long time. It's been all of at least two minutes. At least two minutes. In uh, just a heads up, guys, if uh, you have not listened to episode twenty-two, part one, stop this. Go back and listen to it. So uh, Grant and I just recorded an entire episode where we kind of laid out this idea of the lament model. Uh, we read through a lot of psalms of lament and uh, and kind of picked apart. A lot of the more popular ones, and I guess popular is not the right word, famous. And because uh, is a limit really popular? Um, and we Are just... you feeling positive and encouraging right now? Sure. And, uh, and so that's kind of what we did. We kind of defined uh, the lament portion of the psalm model. And uh, in this episode, this bonus episode, we are going to kind of talk about uh, five different songs uh, and we'll just go through the lyrics pretty quickly and just touch on it. Uh, I don't plan on this being a very long episode, but Hey, I never plan on anything being very long. And uh, so we'll hopefully be able to go to bed before tomorrow. That would be advisable. That'd be, that'd be preferable. So um, let's see the five songs I wanted to talk about. Two of them are, uh, from an album called Lamentations by Bifrost Arts. Great and, album. And it is a fantastic album. We're going to link to their uh, to their Bandcamp page. And uh, if you have some, some spare change, I, I advise you to buy this album. It's also on Spotify if you have a, if you have that Spotify premium and don't like to listen to uh, commercials. It's a good ad to plug in there i'm not getting paid by anyone to do this either <laughs> i just am a fan um so one of the songs from this album is 
just a pure um it's just based on like the psalm model like on the lament model that i wanted to talk about but then the other song is an actual psalm paraphrase and i'm not going to get too too bogged down into like what makes it a paraphrase and how good of a paraphrase is it i just want to talk about the song itself uh Two of the songs we're going to talk about are from an album called Zion Daughter's Woe by Cardiphonia. And again, one of these is a uh, lament model and another is a psalm paraphrase. And finally, I did want to go through Thy Will by Hilary Scott and the Scott Family Band. Um, and we will post a link probably to music video for that song. So let's just uh, jump straight into it, shall we? Let's jump feet Let's first. Jump feet first. So, uh, if you are listening directly after having heard the last episode, this first song will be very familiar in theme. It's called "How Long." Um, so, let me just read through this one just real quick. It says, uh, "How long will you turn your face away? How long do you hear us when we pray?" On and on, still we walk this pilgrim way. How long? How long till your, till your children find their rest? How long till you draw them to your breast? We go on, holding to your promises. How long? Till you wipe away the tears from every eye? Till we see our home descending from the sky? Do we wait in vain? Jesus, give us hope again. How long till your word will still the storm? How long till you bear your mighty arm? How we groan till you snatch us from the thorns? How long? How long sweet the dawn that ends the race? How long weak our hearts but strong our legs? Looking on great the cloud of witnesses. How long? Um... I kind of skipped right over this. I'm going to backpedal just a second. You may have noticed right. that we didn't start this episode with a psalm. We started it with a passage from Revelation. Uh, we do that what? on our bonus episodes. We kind of do a different passage. But Are uh, we allowed to do that? Sure. But I, <laughs> I chose that particular one specifically because this is the passage that is uh, that that we rest our, our hope and our promise in. And when we talk about the the lament model. Um, you know, we just kind of refresh on the, uh, the pattern of lament. First, we address God as God. Then we bring our legitimate grievance, but we do all this resting in the, in the promises of God. And this is the ultimate promise that he will come again, that he will wipe away the tear from every eye that we, we will see our home descending from the sky. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so when we ask God, how long, Sometimes that's the answer. Sometimes the answer is when he comes back. You know, it will be this way until he comes back. Um, and I, I really like this song. Uh, did, did you get a chance to listen to the song? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, um, this has been in my playlist for a little while now. But I Frost Hearts. Yeah. Uh, boy, they release this. I cannot remember, actually. But um, I'm just going to quick try and look it up. But it it wasn't like forever ago but it yeah. was not yeah this one this album's been out been out a while it's new to me um i i stumbled upon bifrost arts in the past year uh, 
Yeah, this this album I think has been around since like 2010, 2012, something like that. I could be way off. Uh, uh 2016. 2016. It's not too According far. According to Spotify. Yeah. I think I think they've been around since about 2010 or 2012 um as a band. I know I read that year somewhere. But uh so this song's been <laughs> out for 4 years. Um so not not too terribly long, but um not for like a week or two like the other album that we're going to review. Right. Um so this is the first song on this particular album. It kind of sets the tone for the whole album. Um the song is just beautiful. The song is is mm-hmm. the first time I heard this, I was like, this has to be a psalm paraphrase, but it's not. It actually takes from a lots of different passages of scripture. Uh, the first line is from, uh, I believe is from Psalm 13, but the, the remainder of it, it's just, it, it's adapting these ideas from the Psalms and it's placing it into a very personal setting. Um, and it also it looks to Jesus in uh, in that in that third verse. You know how long till your yeah. word will still the storm, till you mm-hmm. bear your mighty arm. And then also fully in the refrain, it it, it looks yes. to it looks to Revelation. And so uh, and that bridge at the end is just beautiful. You know, sweet the dawn that ends the race. Weak our hearts, but strong our legs. And when we think about you know, I have run the race to you know, run the race to win the prize. You know, I'm weak. My, my heart is weak. You know, I'm going through this time of, of lament, but I'm going to keep running because yes. that's what I'm going to do. And Jesus is going to give me the strength to do, to do that. So I was a, I was a big fan of, of this particular song. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just um, the way that they, this I think falls maybe under the prosody but um, the way that their voices are just kind of calling out in the song, like how long, you know, like it's just really stressing that, like how long will you turn your face away? Yeah. Um, how long um, do you hear us when we pray? And um, I, I feel like they did a really great job of echoing the message of the song mm-hmm. with the way that they're able to tie in the, the, the melody as well. Yeah. In the, I'd say the last two lines of the refrain is where the prose mm. just hits its peak. Do we wait in vain? It goes, it's like this stair step up. Do we wait mm. in vain? Jesus give us hope again. And then we have that resting. We have that yeah. strain straight into the rest. And oh man, it's just beautiful. Yeah. They do a great job. There's a period of wondering before it kind of, yeah. Jesus give us hope again. Yeah, and so I, I I really I really like the song. Um, do you want to move on to uh, Wisdom and Grace? Yeah, and this is actually one of my uh, favorite songs by them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, this is exciting. And uh, and this is it's a psalm paraphrase of Psalm ninety, and yes. uh, and I had a suspicion when I was listening to it, but I did not have the confirmation until I clicked into the lyrics button on the Bandcamp page, but. This is a Sandra McCracken song. Classic. Um, classic. And it actually, they, uh, on the newest Rain Fruits album, they, they have the song, which is also a Sandra McCracken project. Um, but I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll read through this. Great. Okay. Yeah. Teach us to number our days 
that we may apply our hearts to your ways. Teach us to number our days with wisdom and grace. You've been our home and our dwelling, our place in all generations. Before the earth or the mountains were formed, Lord, you were God. Now the span of our lives is made of sorrow and labor. As the days pass away like the grass, how soon we are gone. O oh, establish the works of our hands, set your favor upon us. O oh, establish the word of our hands, uh, may your kingdom come. And so it, the, the refrain that teaches a number of our days is in between each of those verses. And uh, yeah, I, I, really, I really like how she has the approaching God as God in this particular mm. song. Um, I guess it's easy when you're copying scripture. Yeah, it is. It is easy when you're, <laughs> when, you're when you're copying scripture. And uh, you know, this does not capture the entirety of the particular psalm, but it it, it captures what it captures very very well. Um, you know, before the earth and the mountains were formed, Lord, you were God. Uh, you know, that's who God is. God is eternal. He, he cares for us. You know, he created the mountains and he created, uh, you know, the, the earth and he created us and we are not insignificant to him. And knowing that helps us to, to move forward. And, you know, it says, teach us to number our days. And this is, you know, remember that we, you know, we have our, our life on earth will have an end. And when we keep that in our mind, it keeps us in, in the proper context. God is eternal, but we are finite. And uh, we do hope in, the, in the, the life to come. But for now, we need to number our days. And, uh, and that will lead us to, to wisdom. And it will also lead us to grace. Yeah. I mean, when we're numbering our days, we're remembering that God has them all numbered. You know, think yeah. of the the sparrow, you know, like um, not a sparrow falls to the ground without your heavenly father knowing. And uh, here, similarly, it, it feels like that, you know, that same idea, like God knows the number of your days. Um, you know, God will provide. God is um, sovereign over all. And he has, you know, he has decreed. Um the number of your days even. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just, this, this is also just a very beautiful song. It's, it is classic Sandra McCracken. If you listen to anything of hers and you listen to this song, you're like, that's gotta be Sandra McCracken. And so I was, I was glad that it was. Um, so that's her singing, right? I mean, I believe it is. It, she's not credited. Like they, they didn't credit the, the artists singing in any of these. Um, it sounds like her, but the, mm -hmm. but the just, even if it's not her, like the song structure is like, is very Sandra McCracken. Uh, mm -hmm. She has her own style, her own ethos. Yeah, no. And she's really great. I uh, like a lot of her stuff. Um, and so on the album, on the, uh, the band camp page, they have a few bonus songs on there that you, that aren't on um, 
on the Spotify page. Um, one of them is like a live version of their Psalm 126, which is on one of their other albums on Spotify. And that is probably my favorite of all of the, um, the Bifrost Arts songs. And it's, it's another Psalm paraphrase, but it's also a lament and it's the, um, though we so weeping and we will go up with songs of joy. I think is what it is. I know it's just so beautiful. It's a very beautiful song. Um, I have not, I don't think I've listened to every single song on the album. I've listened through a lot of them, but uh, like most people, I've probably listened to the first five songs more than I've listened to the last five songs. But uh, Can the Dead Rise Up to Praise is track seven, and that one is based on Psalm 88, which is the darkest psalm. Um, And... uh, yeah, it's you also have uh, kind of track twelve, which is within our darkest night, um, which sounds like it could be. Um, I I did not realize that there were bonus tracks on. Yeah, on here. Uh, this is going to be fun. I'm going to have to go back and and listen to those because I've only listened to the Spotify versions. Yeah. But then I also noticed that they have a acapella version of the Psalm 90 as well. So that's neat. Yeah, and I haven't listened through all of those. I just noticed them as I was, uh, like, right before we were doing this. But um, I don't know if it's the same song. It just It's based on the same psalm, but I don't know if it's Wisdom and Grace. Um, but we can figure that out later. Uh, I want to move on to Zion Daughter's Woe. Um, okay. And uh, they did not have the lyrics posted on their page, but I emailed uh, them and they graciously like you do the copy of the lyrics to some, to actually, they gave me, they actually sent me the entire um, songbook with chord charts and lead sheets and everything for the whole album. So, uh, yeah. So I was pretty happy about that, but um, yeah, I just want to say Cardiphonia is one of my favorite, um, my favorite collectives for, uh, especially Psalm writing. They do a great job. Um, Bruce Benedict is the the guy behind all of that. And he's got a, he's, he's got a very good ear and for, uh, for talent. Uh, one thing, they're very talented. One thing very interesting about this particular album, it's all, uh, it's, it's all female singers. Uh, they did that on purpose. They wanted to do an album of all female singers, all female voices. They also wanted to do an album of lament and they found a bunch of female voices that wanted to do a so- uh, songs on lament. And so they just did, uh, they did it as Zion daughters. Whoa. Uh, or daughter Zion's whoa. I keep wanting to say Zion daughters. Whoa. It just sounds more natural, <laughs> I guess, but, uh, yeah, this is this is another very excellent album of Cardiphonia. It's exactly what you would expect. Um, the uh, the genre of the album kind of differs from song to song because of the collective nature of it, and um, and so some some people will connect to some songs more than they connect to other songs, um, just because of the the nature of that. Um, the one that really jumped out to me at the very beginning it's track two it's called this dry land uh, by advent birmingham music and it is featuring annie lee um i'll go ahead and i'll read through this one 
says, O my Lord, I call upon your name. Hear my voice. Don't turn your face away. Here in this dry land, I thirst for you. For you. Safe within your hands, I cling to you. O my Lord, why do you hide your face? Have you not heard my cries of pain? Did you not swear to walk with me? Or in your wrath have you turned from me? Surely the Lord is not distant. Surely he knows my affliction better than life. I will abide in your love. You spread a table before me. Ashes are turned to anointing. Better than life, I will abide in your love. Um, and that second verse, it just says everything that you just want to say. Um, did you not swear to walk with me? Or in your wrath have you turned from me? You know, those are the hard questions that we want to ask, but we feel like we can't because, mm -hmm. of course, I know the answer. I mean, of course, I know that God is with me. Of course, I know this, but, you know, it doesn't feel like it right now. It's in those dark times, too, like where you don't, it's not necessarily about the answer at all. Right. Sometimes it's about the pondering and uh, the waiting on God. Um asking God, what are you teaching me through this moment even? Um, and uh, it's about, you know, it's it's a time for questions uh, where we, we do ask God this, where he can uh, show us his grace um, coming to us. Um, I mean, just for myself, like that's been true, um, is in some of those darker moments of life, have been actually some of the most beautiful and fulfilling in a way, uh, ones that bring me closer to God. Um, so. Um, one thing I wanted to point out, uh, just from a, an imagery standpoint. Yeah. They use ashes correctly. <gasps> in this isn't a Phoenix. Yeah. It's they, I love this line. Ashes are turned to anointing. You think of, Biblical ashes, where do they go? They go on your head. And where are you anointed? Biblically, you're anointed with oil on your head. And so there's this idea of, I'm wearing these ashes on my head, but these ashes, this sorrow is being turned into an anointing oil on my head. Um, I love that, that, that visual. It's, it's, it's fantastic. Thank you for using ashes correctly and biblically <laughs> and not paganly from greek mythology um another song on this album that i really uh, connected with uh was track six it's uh from eden wilheim and it's called lord draw near and this is uh, a paraphrase of psalm 88 and so psalm 88 as you remember is the darkest psalm um we talked about in the the last episode um it's the psalm that carries no hope with it other than the first line, which is, um, you know, God of my salvation. It says, Your wrath lies heavy upon me, and I am overwhelmed. In a dark, deep place you have put me. Will you answer when I call out? O oh Lord, draw near. O oh Lord, draw near. O oh, dry my tears. O oh Lord, draw near. My companion is the darkness. I lie cold in the grave, and my eye grows dim with sorrow. How long will you hide your face? 
I was born with a dying breath. I was shunned from your light. And every day, Lord, I call upon you. May I wake from this death and rise. Um, I feel like they captured, uh, like they captured Psalm 88 pretty, pretty well. In this, in this song, it's there. There's not a lot of hope in it, but there's not this. I there's not necessarily this idea of like ultimate sorrow. Like there's there there seems to be that that glimpse of a silver lining in in some of this. You know, oh, dry my tears is you know I'm I'm thinking toward you know Revelation twenty one, and you know I know mm-hmm. that you've promised that. And, and I and I long mm-hmm. for that time, you know. I might not see that now. I may I may be so so acquainted with darkness that I I can't see the light. But I know that He will dry my tears because I trust in His promises. Sure, yeah. Um, that is yeah. It, it is a beautiful song, and um, I I don't know Eden Wilhelm Helm outside of this song, but um. It is just the whole song has that again that 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 heavy feeling to it mm-hmm. um, because it is a weighty subject matter. This is not happy, skippy, um, you know, positive, encouraging uh, type music. This is heavy, uh, real, um, you know, complaints that you're pouring yeah. out to God. From a uh... From a musical standpoint, I really like how the first verse, it's just an acoustic guitar and the vocals. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just its just raw. And you get some other instruments as the song progresses. But it's still, it's, it's a pretty, uh, it's, a, it's a pretty bare bones ensemble by, by the end of it. Um, there's not a lot of fancy production stuff going on in this song. It's, it's very raw. Um, it, man, it, it's, it's beautiful. I am guessing that Eden Wilhelm is the sister to Rachel Wilhelm, who is the one who kind of put this in, who spearheaded this particular album. And uh, she had a track on it. I believe it was possibly track three. I don't have it written down. Um, but yeah, this, this album is, it's really good. It's really diverse. It has a lot of different voices. Um, it's got a handful of psalm paraphrases in it, um, but the majority of them are just kind of built on that lament model. Yes, and we will have links to both of these bands, uh, Bifrost Arts and also Cardaphonia, on our website or in the show notes. So mm-hmm. please go there, um, check them out, support them if you can, and... Uh, yeah really enjoy them and we hope you do too yeah absolutely um finally uh, i do want to go through the song thy will by hillary scott um i mentioned this one it it won a grammy the year that it was written as the for the best ccm song of the year um this is a true lament um and it's one of the few true laments that actually kind of pushed through the positive encouraging bubble um so i'll go ahead and and read through that one and it starts it says i'm so confused i know i heard you loud and clear so i followed through somehow i ended up here 
I don't want to think I may never understand that my broken heart is a part of your plan. When I try to pray, all I've got is hurt. And these four words, thy will be done. I know you're good, but this don't feel good right now. And I know you think of things I can never think about. It's hard to count it all joy, distracted by the noise, just trying to make sense of all your promises. Sometimes I gotta stop. Remember that you're God, and I am not. Thy will be done. Thy will be done. Like a child on my knees, all that comes to me is thy will be done. I know you see me. I know you hear me, Lord. Your plans are for me. Goodness you have in store. And so uh, I would say that just to sum this song up in, in a few words is, um, you know, she's going through a hard time, but she is resting on the promises. She may be forcing herself to rest on the promises, um, but she's remembering the important things. She's remembering that, uh, that he is God and that she is not. Um, yeah. I like that she's not falling into some sort of like, well, everything's supposed to be good with my life yeah, and things aren't good right now, but I know that they're going to be good, you know, like, uh, and it's very easy to fall into that, like um, to kind of quote, all things work together for the good of those who love me, you know, and, and take that as kind of a here and now type yeah. type verse. Um, but here she says things like that. My broken heart is part of your plan. Yeah. Uh, when I try to pray, all I've got is hurt in these four words that will be done. Yeah. And, and something I wanted to really point out as well that I think is, is really good in this particular song. Um, th- this is much more of a, of a narrative driven song than some of the other ones that we looked at. But um, cause I don't really think that uh, that Eden Wilhelm was was in the was cold in the grave uh, from a narrative standpoint. But with Hillary Scott, it seems like she was trying to follow God's will. That she had an idea of what it was, and that it was something that was good for her, that was good for you know the the kingdom. And she followed uh, what she believed was God's will, and it and it wasn't, and and she ended up burnt. And, uh, and hurt. And the first thing that she does in the narrative of this song, instead of instead of griping about it, she turns to the scripture. She says, um, "You know, when I try to pray, all I've got is hurt." And these four words: where, "What are those four words? Thy will be done." You know, that's the Lord's prayer. You know, that's something that's very simple. Uh, it's very foundational. But it's scripture, and that is where she's turning. She's turning her heart to the lens of scripture. Thy will be done. Okay, if I know that his will be done, then I know that that this that I'm going through is part of that. And and that his will is, is being worked out. And so how do I figure out how I make peace that this hurt that I'm going through is in fact God's will and not what I thought his will was. And uh you know, it's that you know, it's hard to count it all joy. Again, scripture mm-hmm. distracted by the noise. 
you know, just trying to make sense of all your promises. She's remembering the promises, but she's struggling with figuring out how the goodness of God matches up with the pain she's going through. Those are, that's lament model stuff. Like that is, that's really, that's, that's life. That's what we're going through. But sometimes I got to stop. Remember that you're God and I am not. And that is when we are, we are addressing God as God. You know, he is God. And what does that mean? What does that mean for me? What does that mean for him? Um, you know, one of the things that, I, that I've said a lot, you know, this song doesn't talk about sin. It doesn't really allude to sin. It just alludes to a decision that was made that didn't end up the way that she thought it would. Um, but also, again, we don't necessarily have to address the sin in order to understand that that sin is at the root of all of the the uh, the curse of of sin. Um, and this song isn't necessarily about. It's not a. This isn't a. Uh, a penitential uh, lament. This is this is a just a, an individual lament. Um, and, and I'll be honest, I relate so much to this. Like for me, in uh, I, I've I have recently gone through basically this exact narrative, and uh, and this song has been good for me. It's been good to for me to remember what I need to think about. It's been good for me to remember that his will is being done. And, um, and even though I have been trying to seek God's will and what I thought was his will ended up not being his will. And I ended up hurt. That doesn't mean that, you know, it, it doesn't mean that his will isn't being done. It doesn't mean that his plans all of a sudden aren't good for me anymore. It just means that I have to, Stop, remember that he is God, and that I am not. Amen. Yeah, that is uh, one of those things that as we're going through, it's not something that we would ever desire, but at the other end, after we've been through it, you realize, I don't know if I would give that up. I don't know if I would because of the amount of growth, um, the amount of uh, love that God has shown through that time. Yeah. Um, and even though it was difficult for sure, and I can imagine, you know, the kinds of pains that you've got through. Yeah. But when I look back at my own life, like, I don't know. I, I definitely wouldn't be the same person if I didn't have that pain. Um, and uh, um, the better for it in a lot of ways. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely can see how certain events in my past, uh, I mean, I've, I look back to my, my last days as a Baptist. There's a lot of pain there. <laughs> Um, yeah. And, uh, but that pain drove me to, to really, um, you know, sharpen my, my beliefs and to grow closer to God. And, and so we have to remember that, you know, God is going to be faithful. He is going to be faithful to keep all of his promises. 
when we ask him how long, the answer may be until the second coming. It may be not in your lifetime. It may be, um, it may be tomorrow. You know, it, it may be, you know, next month. But it, it it may, it may be, the next side of eternity, and we have to just remember that we are not God. We do not have access to His thoughts. I, I liked that that line that says um, that says. Uh, and I know you think of things I can never think about. Like I'm, I'm not capable of thinking eternally. You know, my, mm. I can try. I can have these mental exercises where I try to think about, you know, this idea of eternity. But my, my brain isn't built to to grasp that. My brain isn't built to grasp the sheer number of things God is in control of at every moment. You know, we, we would go mad if we really tried to think about that. Um, but God is good. And, and we remember that God is good. And when we hold on to that, when we hold on to that God is good, God's will is perfect, God does not delight in human, uh, in human suffering. You know, these truths of God, that's, that's what we tether ourselves to when we are when we are plunging through the darkness and, uh, and we would, we are in the depths of woe and, uh, and it's just, it, it is, it's just so helpful to remember that and that we are not alone. Not only are we not alone, uh, you know, you and I have both gone through suffering, but Jesus himself went through suffering. We, we read, Psalm 22, last episode, as, as our opener. And that's from the voice of Jesus. You know, it's a prophetic voice of Jesus going through his, his depths of woe. And uh, we do not have a great high priest who cannot sympathize with all of our, of our weaknesses. Yeah. He's tempted in every way that we were, yet without sin. So uh, before we sign off for the second time tonight, is there anything <laughs> else that you would like to add? Um, I will say this is a bit of follow-up, but Lauren Daigle's You Say is still <laughs> at the top of the hot Christian chart of for the 106th week at this point in a row. Of course it is. So... By the, One time day, that, by the time, dear listener, that you're listening to this, it'll be the 108th week. No doubt. No <laughs> doubt. But um, I, I guess I was going to ask, are these the kinds of songs that you would want to share with a friend who you know is going through a tough time? Um, absolutely. And a lot of that will be also dependent on how receptive they are to, hey, you should really listen to this music. Um I would say if you think of the journey of lament as think about this bowl for a second and it's full of water and is, and everything that's under the water is the lament and you're traveling from one end of the bowl to the other. You go down below the water until you kind of start coming up out of it on the other side. Mm -hmm. The whole time you're, you're lamenting, you're, you're grieving, you're doing this thing. I would say that when you're on the upswing but still under the water is the best time to listen to this type of music. 
Um, when you're going down, I, I think that you're not going to listen to it with the right ears. Um, mm. I, I would absolutely say it would be much better to get the real hard scripture first and get that foundation and then have these songs um, on the upswing uh, to, to help you remember the, the scripture. But absolutely, when, you, when, you're, when you're ready, these are, both of these albums are, are fantastic albums. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, that's uh, good resources to have. Um, thankful for them. Uh, I will definitely make sure that these are links that are put in our website and on the show notes. So look for those there. Absolutely. Though great our sins and sore our woes, his grace much more aboundeth. His helping love no limit knows. Our utmost need it soundeth. There is a bomb in Gilead to make the wounded whole. There is a bomb in Gilead to heal the sin sick soul. To never feel discouraged, Jesus is your for listening to the Balm and Gilead podcast. We love hearing from you, so email us at thereis at balmcast.com. We are a part of the Tech Reformation family of podcasts, and you can discuss our show and much more at slack.techreformation.com. We'll see you there. If you enjoyed the Balm and Gilead podcast, please encourage others to listen. We value your feedback So rate, review, and recommend the show in your podcast app of choice. And with that, we'll see you next time on the Balm in Gilead podcast.